Jason Wydro here with Online Strategy Podcast, Sunday, November 14th, 2021. On this episode, I'm going to talk about a few big, big, big technology topics that I personally compare to the public introduction of the internet in, you know, 93, 94, when it became publicly um, accessible. And I also want to compare it to analogize it with the release of mainstream use by public, you know, family household um, use of the CD player from previous music median, you know, whether it's records or eight tracks, things like that. So that transition, this is, um, I would, I would put the metaverse more in closer to the realm of the public use of internet, again, going back to 93, 94. This is major, major, major stuff coming down the road. Um, I do know that um, the first, well, the first thing I want to jump on here is what is metaverse? What does it mean? So meta is used in a lot of different technology definitions. And I was looking through this um, because I really wanted to understand what the purpose of Metaverse was by the name itself. And obviously, verse part, uh, you know, is related to the universe, you know, uh, a world, a verse, you know, a um, something related to that. Um, and Meta is something that can be behind, after, beyond, and actually goes all the way back to Greek um, in its early derivation um, which is really with, across, or after. So when we think about meta, what, what comes to me and what I understand of it is this is an, an after what's real, what's reality, okay? Because the two points that metaverse hinges on are augmented reality and virtual reality. So the difference of those two, which is also very important to understand, is virtual reality is where we have a complete environment that is all made up, per se. In very simple terms, it's all made up. So you put on your uh, Oculus goggles and you see a complete made-up universe around you and um, everything in it is nothing that is related to what's in your immediate sphere, uh, space. So that's your virtual reality. Your augmented reality is, uh, and augmentation is the addition of, right? So augmented reality um, is where, if any of you are familiar with the Pokemon game from years ago that became very popular, that is more of a form of augmented reality where we're looking at the environment around us, but we're seeing things that aren't actually there, but are there only in the digital universe. Right, so with the goggles on or, or whatever median you're using to view that, um, so whether it be glasses, goggles, or some other type of lens, what you're looking at is um, added to the current environment. So, in other words, you can be in your living room, and you could have a um, a goblin sitting next to you and having a conversation with it. Right, that's um, part of that augmented reality. So, okay. So this is a very controversial 
technology because, well, first of all, it's really a limitless technology because it really opens the door to a whole new way of seeing the world and um, exploring avenues and methods by which people can communicate, see each other, and be involved in business and various other things. So some examples, um, and again, this isn't a new, a lot of this isn't new ideas. It's bringing it to the mainstream and making it, you know, available to every home. Again, going back to the release and the introduction of the internet, you know, these major, major milestones, are they going to come out perfectly? Absolutely not. Are there going to be problems? Absolutely. Is there going to be a lot of evolution? Absolutely. You know, and changes and and, um, all the way that this rolls out. But uh, a few use cases to think with. Um, If you're in business, for example, uh, hypothetically, um, well, again, this technology does exist in various forms already. It's just not mainstream. But if we went to, uh, if you're a building contractor and you would like somebody to be able to completely walk through their home see everything in detail, color, size, shape, placement of objects, and, you know, walk through that experience and be able to determine, you know what, I really don't like the counter here. I think it should be over here. And um, this door just doesn't work for me the way it's positioned. These are things that would not necessarily present themselves as well, nearly as well in a blueprint or um, a traditional median of presentation or even a 3D model that's small, you know, um, than an architect might create. So again, that's one simple example. Another very interesting thing, think about this idea of holograms, you know. Um, and again, this isn't new. This has been done before. This is a technology that's been in the works. But imagine sitting in your living room and watching a movie and having the characters walking in front of you as if they're in the room with you you know, and actually um, you're watching a movie, you know, uh, in front of you. Again, and we're talking about minimally evasive goggles, not having to have the, the direction that this is going is not having to have the massive headgear and the headset and the goggles and all this other stuff, but it's more, it could be as simple as a um, contact lens or a pair of glasses that are very lightweight and barely noticeable um, to make this possible. Now, the hologram necessarily doesn't even need or require those things. That can be something that's projected out into the room. But again, it creates a form of augmented reality. Um, you know, again, the physical space that you're in and bringing objects and things into that space that aren't there, but projecting them into the spaces if they are there. Now, if you've been a sci- uh, sci-fi follower uh, for any time, you've seen these types of things and ideas already presented many times, um, you know, of uh, people appearing out of nowhere digitally and electronically and being presented. But again, let's say you have a favorite presenter or a favorite speaker or somebody you enjoyed listening to, and what if you want them in the room with you and you just want to listen to them talk as if they're right in front of you walking around um, your house? You know, so, and this extends very far into um, even the uh, medical fields, you know, surgery and things like that. Just imagine a full operation taking place that's in what we call, what we would might call the metaverse that is augmented to reality. And um, the surgeon is actually able to do the full surgery 
with all reactions and all normal things that might come up, but but see it as if it's actually happening and um, and go through the process as it's happening and imagine being able to have tips and education as you're doing it. So this really, this whole idea of this augmentation and adding elements and things to an experience um, is just, the, the doors are really opening to this technology to the world. And um, again, I always analogize it with the introduction of the internet. The internet was not a new thing. The concept of it was not new. The technology was not new. The way, it would, the way that it was evolving and, cons- and was becoming accessible to consumers um, and becoming widely used was becoming new. And the way that evolved into the household and the day-to-day use that we know as today, not to mention Wi-Fi networks, um, uh, cellular networks and things like that that also run, you know, um, connect to and operate within the bounds of the internet in various ways. So anyway, um, now the other thing related to the metaverse, which is also very interesting, and um, for those of you that have been following or curious about cryptocurrencies, um, coins or tokens and the variations of these different items that are used for various types of exchanges um, and trading, the metaverse actually itself um, is already been evolving for years. And there are actually currencies, cryptocurrencies, we'll just call them for, for simplicity's sake, that are used within these meta-universes. And um, the ideas of buying property or buying land um, and building homes and building, you know, really creating a second world in a way, a second digital world for people in terms, in, in a game form, but as a hobby form and as a creative form. So that's a whole other thing. But when we start thinking about all of this, this, w- what we might call an alternate universe or an alternate reality, um, it's very real and it's very um, happening. So the metaverse is one thing, and um, that is definitely on its way, and um, just a rapidly expanding technology that's, you know, again, been in the works for 10 or so years um, pretty intensively. And going back to the cryptocurrency points and those exchangeable tokens and um, way that you can trade in this virtual world is also a massive uh, massive change in the way we think about exchange and buying things and what's valuable for the future. So that's that's really all I wanted to talk about today, you know, and I don't, I, I'm much, I'm actually really interested in the technology itself and how the technology can benefit, um, benefit areas of education, benefit areas of technology and help and make things improve things. Um, that's what I'm always looking at when I think about these things. What, where is this going and how can this make things better for the different various fields that, um, you know, that people work in, the various professions that are needed on a day-to-day basis and, um, you know, just all the various areas that this could be applied to. So I'm sure this is not going to be the last podcast that I am going to talk about metaverse and the associated technologies that are tied into it and how they're going to work together. But 
I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to jump into it, talk about it a little bit, and hopefully some of the pointers I made at the beginning of what Metaverse is, uh, what the difference between virtual reality and augmented reality and how that ties in, and then again, the different various forms of exchange, whether it be cryptocurrency, coins, or tokens um, that are used or traded um, within the Metaverse, and not to mention, you know, things like NFTs, non-fungible tokens, you know, these art art pieces that can also persist and be in the meta-universe as existing entities and their own values. And, um, and this, is, this is what I'm saying. This is really opens the door to people that are even into collecting because you think about this again, uh, for example, Decentraland and you're, uh, you're building, you know, you're building a property on a um, lot in Las Vegas in this virtual world and people are claiming staking land and buying land and building things and it's very interesting but again it's it's the real world and a virtual real world becoming it's becoming what the real world is today in a virtual world almost completely and um again just interesting to think about so thank you for listening today i hope this was um not too boring but um, somewhat enlightening, and uh, as always, wishing you a great day, and uh, thanks for listening. Until next time, talk to you later.